Hello, this is Jensen Franklin, and thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Our goal is to provide you with biblically-based teachings that will challenge, inspire, and equip you to live for Jesus. If you haven't already, I'd love for you to go ahead and subscribe today to this podcast so you can get the latest updates from us and you don't ever have to miss a new message. Let's go right into the service, recorded at Free Chapel. I believe it's gonna bless you today. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Acts chapter four, Acts chapter four, verse 33. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Here it is. And great grace was upon them all. I want you all to read that last sentence of that. And great grace was upon them all. I believe that God wants to put on you and on your life and on your family and on your failure in 2018, great grace. I'm preaching today on more grace for your disgrace, more grace for your disgrace. Mistakes are the price we pay for a full life. If we learn from those mistakes. The issue is not, are you going to be knocked down? The issue is if you're going to stay down. Someone said you have to take a licking and keep on ticking. The word is called resilience in a dictionary. Mistakes are the catalyst to the miraculous. If you will put them in God's hands, don't let mistakes destroy you. Heaven wants to make you. Hell wants to maim you, and both want to use your mistakes to do it. The adversity wants to mock and maim you for the rest of your life for the mistakes that you have made, and you have made them. But God can transform you through your mistakes to be what he wants you to be. Mistakes should not maim us the rest of our life. Mistakes can become prison houses that hold you hostage. The enemy would love for, for all of us who have made mistakes to live and be held hostage in a prison, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, by the mistakes that we have made. Mistakes can become informative. Mistakes can become revelatory. Adam's mistake brought a revelation about God that Adam never would have known without his mistake. Because if he looked at the only being that had made a mistake in the universe before Adam showed up was Lucifer, and God never gave him another chance. But when Adam and Eve failed, God said, I'm going to show you a side of me that you wouldn't have seen without your mistake. I'm a God of mercy. Great grace only comes after great mistakes. The greater the mistake, the greater God's grace comes to every one of us. I didn't come with any bad news today. If you're waiting on it, you ain't going to get it today. All I came with is great grace. Point number one of my little sermon here today is number one. You may have made a mistake, but you are not one. You got to let that sink down into your soul when the enemy's beating your brains out, telling you're trash, you're stupid, you're nothing. How could you be so dumb? How could you mess your life up so bad? You may have made a mistake, but you are not one. 
You may have failed, but you are not a failure. You may be down, but down is not your destiny. God still has a plan and a purpose and, and a great thing that he's going to do because he's got great grace for great mistakes. Everybody give him a praise in the overflow. Wherever you are, give him a praise for great grace. You will experience a resurrection. You will come out of this. Mistakes can open a doorway of discovery, a portal of possibility that you would never discover had you not gone through the mistake. I'm not advocating go out and make mistakes so you can find out more about God's grace. I'm just telling you what the devil means to destroy you with and imprison you with and defeat you with and humiliate you with. God says, I can put great grace on your great mistakes. And they become a doorway of possibility, a portal, an opening to discovery. Your mistakes are not final. Your failure is not final. That's why Nahum said, rejoice not over me, O my enemies. You'll see me mess up, but don't you start throwing a party and start rejoicing over me, O my enemies. For when I fall, I will rise again. Though I sit in darkness, it's not forever. His light will find me again. Do not let failure become final in your life. It's not God's will. Hidden in every mistake is a portal, a possibility, a doorway of discovery. He does not want your mistake to be a prison. He wants it to be a pathway to a greater revelation of his grace. God will never define you by your mistakes. See, I just said something huge right there. People will, your critics will, your enemies will define you for the rest of your life by your mistakes. But your God will never define you by the worst mistake you ever. See, that's what people think. Oh, that. But God says, I, even I, am he that blots out your transgressions to remember them no more. I'll never define you by your worst mistake. Never will God do that. Elder brother spirits will. You know, the only one to bring up the past of the prodigal son was the elder brother. The father never said a word about it. He just threw a coat on him and covered him up and brought him home. Said, let's throw a party. Get the musicians out. Rest get the instruments out, play the drums, let's dance, let's, let's have a party. And the elder brother sitting over there wanting to talk about the past. But God will never define you by your worst mistake. Don't join the devil's side. He's the accuser of the brothers. Don't define people when they fail and make a mistake by their mistake. You're joining the devil's side. Let's stop defining people by their mistakes. God will never define you by your worst moment. Mistakes and failures do have consequences. There's no doubt about it. But you're not supposed, they're not supposed to define your future. See, heaven wants to make you. Hell wants to maim you. 
God, in order to conform us into his image, lets us fail because he lets us come to an end of ourself and our self-righteousness. The devil desires to crush you for your mistakes and make you feel unworthy and make you feel worthless when in reality you are a precious child of God right now. God knows everything about you, every mistake you've made. And if you've repented of that mistake, God says you're a precious child of God. But Satan wants to make you feel totally worthless. I'm saying to you today, mistakes make you feel like you're stupid. You ever done something you just felt, how could I be so stupid to say that, to do that? What an idiot. And you just beat yourself up. Abraham made a terrible mistake, lied about his wife. He made another mistake when he slept with a woman that wasn't his wife. That's terrible. God never brought it up, not one time. And even though he made mistakes, God said, go on, move on. I'm still going to make you the father of faith. I know you messed up, but I'm not defining you by your mistake. You made a mistake, but you're not a mistake. And I'm going to use you for my glory. God uses mistakes to take us beyond. Elijah called down fire from heaven, outran the horses of Ahab, did amazing miracles. But then he, he, he heard a, 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 that Jezebel wanted to kill him and he ran and fled and hid in a cave, trembling in fear. He made a mistake after all that good stuff. We, how is it a man can do a million things right and, and, and one thing wrong and we define him by the one thing wrong and forget all the good stuff that he did? We're just people. And he's sitting in that cave, and I love the fact that when he's sitting in that cave, feeling bad about the mistake that he's made, God doesn't show up and say, you sure messed up. God never brings it up, but he comes in a still small voice, and he says, you're still my servant. I've still chosen you. I've still called you. I still have a plan for your life. God never brought up his failure, and God isn't bringing up your failure. He wants you to move beyond your mistakes into his great grace. Jacob lied, deceived. The people that we make de almost deities out of in the Bible, David committed adultery. He really did. He killed people. He did horrible things. The point is God uses people who make mistakes. God said, you're a scam artist. You're a liar. You're a deceiver, Jacob. You've done about all the bad things you can do. You're a liar. You're a luster. You're a loser but I'm going to make you a prince, rename you. Your name will no longer be Jacob, but you're going to become Israel, which means a prince with God. And I'm going to give you power with God and favor with men. I love the fact that Peter really messed up. He lied and cussed and denied Jesus Christ three times. And Jesus, when he showed up to him, never said, when he, when he showed up in his resurrection body and cooked him a restoration meal, Jesus didn't look at him and say, give me the keys back. You know, he gave Jesus, I give you, Peter, the keys to the kingdom. Well, just because you've messed up and made a mistake, Jesus never said, give me the keys back. 
Jesus is saying to you, I haven't changed my mind about you. I haven't changed my mind about your purpose and your destiny. I'm telling you that I, I knew you would mess up, but I put great grace on great mistakes. If you'll just look to me, I'll never give up on you. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but somebody needs to hear this today. Your mistakes are not final. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise if you believe it. Mm. God will use you anyway. Turn to, your, turn to your neighbor and say, don't let your mistakes hold you hostage. No, you weren't perfect. No, you haven't done everything right. No, you, yes, you could have done something better. If you don't watch it, those mistakes will hold you hostage. And you can't even praise the Lord. You're under such condemnation that God's not putting on you. The devil's putting it on you. God will use you anyway. I've made so many mistakes, it's not funny. You have no idea how many mistakes I've made as pastor of this church. Ridiculous, stupid stuff. But God never came to me and said, give me the keys back. You're not pastor anymore. People would have. Had a few try to destroy me. People would have. But God says, no, I gave you what I gave you. I like you. I love you. I'm for you. Saying that about you. Psalms 38 verse 16 said, David said, when my foot slips, he didn't say if all you, all you real holy five people out there. He said, when my foot slips, not if my foot slips, you're going to slip. You're going to slip and say something you shouldn't, do something you shouldn't. You're going to make a mistake. But I love what he goes on to say. He talks about how the, his enemies sat back, really wanted to pounce on him. But he says in verse 18, I will declare my iniquity. You know what declare means? Open your mouth and tell God I made a mistake. And you move from admission to remission. If leukemia is in remission, it means it's losing its power, going down, 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 down. And when you, when, you, when you come with admission, I made a mistake, then suddenly that mistake goes into remission. You, you go from declaration to restoration. You go from declaring I'm guilty and God pronounces you're innocent. My blood has covered you. I wish I'd handled it different. I, I wish I wouldn't have said that. The devil wants to magnify your mistake. God wants to magnify himself in the midst of your mistake. I will not let my mistakes define me. I am a child of God. I am called and anointed and I'm going to do what he's called me to do with more determination and boldness than I've ever done it before. Yes, I've messed up. Yes, I've made mistakes, but my mistakes don't define me. My heavenly father defines me and he says, I am called. I am chosen. I am royalty. I am cleansed. I am washed. How about you? Give God a praise if you believe in great grace. Great grace. The greater the mistake, the greater God's grace.
God is greater than your mistakes. God is greater than your failures. God is greater than your wrong choices. <laughs> mm, thank you, Lord. The Bible said that we need grace and mercy. Grace and mercy. Listen, there's a difference between grace and mercy. Grace gives me what I don't deserve. Forgiveness, acceptance, a clean slate, a new beginning. Grace is God giving me what I don't deserve. Total forgiveness. But there's a difference between grace, which is giving me what I don't deserve, and mercy. Mercy holds back what I do deserve. What's powerful is when you have grace and mercy working, where you have grace giving you what you don't deserve and mercy holding back what you do deserve, the judgment that you do deserve. God stands like he held the Red Sea back and says, pass on through. Goodness and mercy are following you. We'll hold it back. Goodness, you hold that side of judgment and mercy. I'll hold this and what you do deserve. I'll hold back what you don't deserve and give you what you, what you do deserve, what you don't deserve. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'll say something right here. It's hard to misdirect a parked car. The only people who do not fail are people who don't try to do much. So if you're trying to be great at anything, Plot to your life. If you're trying to be great at anything, you're going to fail because it's hard to, to, to misdirect a parked car. So these people who sit back and judge everybody by their mistakes usually aren't doing very much themselves. It's better to fail trying than not try at all. Psalms 145 and verse 8. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Listen to me if you've messed up. Listen to me if you've made a mistake, made a wrong choice, done something that was foolish. The Lord is gracious. I don't know what you've heard about God, but he's gracious, full of compassion, slow to anger, great in mercy. And then I love the last part of that in verse 14. He upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. You may make a mistake, but you are not a mistake. Your mistakes are not greater than God's grace. God's got more grace than your disgrace. And God will not define you. God will not define you by your worst mistake. I really want to say thank you for joining us this week. If you haven't already, make sure you click on the subscription button and leave us a review. It helps this podcast reach even more people. 
when you comment, when you give us your feedback. For more messages and inspirational materials, download the Jensen Franklin app, or you can head over to jensenfranklin.org. I want to thank all of you who give generously to help us produce weekly content like this to reach the world with the message of Jesus. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.